I was just telling Ray that I didn't want to go to the countdown with only one strong, so we'll go to the countdown two strong. And you know what? Fuck the countdown. Let's go straight into the show. Who cares? Go straight into the show. <laughs> we'll go straight into the show. Who okay. cares? Let's do uh, this. So we'll just uh, yeah. Here we go. Except for we're all three on there, but now it's going to be just Matt. Are we live? Can I go? <laughs> yeah, we good? you can go. No countdown. Just straight hey, in. Hey, no countdown. Straight into the show. How the hell is everybody doing? Welcome to an episode of Thirsty Thursday. You know what? We're going to... I don't know what all that noise was, but... We're going to do a call-in show today. You can write in if you wish. You can write into the chat. You can hey, call we in. We have a lot in the mailbag, Matt. If you and we've like got a lot in the mailbag that we can kind of we can go ahead and kickstart this damn thing. My name is Matt Martin. Uh, shout out to our fine producer Jay Pink, who just recently celebrated her birthday. Thank you for all you do, Jay Pink. Uh, we got Ray Ito. We've got Doctor Demay that is out shopping for Mrs. Demay real quick because it's her birthday as well. Lots of June birthdays, and, uh, yes. and so we'll, we'll let him get that thing grabbed. And at least in the time being, we'll we'll get up here and flap our gums. How the hell are you, Ray? I'm good. I'm good at the moment. Uh, you look good. How so? How so? How do I look good? <laughs> you you look you look like you're in a positive mood. You look like you haven't killed anybody. It looks like you've been out in the sun. I'm not gonna lie. And uh, so you know, hey, look, some people find the sun is their happy place. I do. You know, well, you? for me, it was it was only by uh, not by choice because uh, in the last. Uh, week or so i've just been uh dealing with everybody else's irrigation problems <laughs> <laughs> okay i mean it's uh, that time of year up to, you know if up to me i'd be uh mowing and spraying lawns in the late afternoon but uh i do realize that uh dealing with irrigation is kind of like part and parcel with this work and i don't entrust it to other people because uh i have to untrust their fuckery in most cases that is 99 percent of what i ran into when and, and and ray i don't know about you this is one of those things where i'd be i'd be at a house and they'd be like hey can i, can I show you something on my irrigation system you'd be like yeah, yeah i'll take a look at it and they turn it on and you're like oh my goodness what is this and it's a Actually, disaster. Matt, it's a catastrophe. And you know what? The <laughs> thing is, is that I have people swearing up and down to me that, oh, no, no, no. The, the, the guy that, uh, that fixed this or whatever, he, he said that this is good. And then uh, I asked them, how good? How good? Is it so good that if I drop five pounds of Yara on this yard and activate the system, Will it water in, or is it going to torch your grass? Which one is it? And is your guy willing to come back here and swear to me that if I do this, I'm not going to torch the grass? Yeah. Because that is what I call, Matt, the granule test. Which is a very adequate test to test the uh, uh, comprehensiveness of a functioning irrigation system, right? I guess that is yeah, that is I, the I, ultimate factor of over whether or not it works. Yeah, I mean, I call that the granule test, and uh, 
I think people in the di- in Discord, the old timers, they know exactly what that is. I said, I'm going to go, go uh, throw down, uh, you know, five pounds of Yara and let's see. Let's see. I mean, want me to, want me to risk it? <laughs> uh, Jay Ping, I'm going to take a look at these mailbags here. Are we starting with Ryan Florence? Is that, uh, is that the appropriate one? Yeah, that's one the to oldest one here? in there. Yep. Okay, let's do this. And it says this. Uh, good evening, all. I did the following tank mix. Is this ridiculous? I only sprayed on a small section of my yard. I don't have much time at home, so I try to do a lot at once and sometimes wonder if I overdo things. My purpose was to knock down some weeds while achieving a color response to try to prevent insect infestations and armyworms. Um, so I applied uh, two gallons of water of carrier per thousand square feet. I did uh, an acid. I did Defendor. I did uh, the, the acids fixed for a tenacity, 2,4-D, non-ionic surfactant, a celebrant, a feature. Um, there's, I don't see anything wrong with that at all. Uh, in fact, that's that's what I would consider a pretty comprehensive application, and you have very limited time to get things done, and so that makes perfect sense as far as a, an application to me. So I, I have no issue with that. I've, I've put together many tank mixes that look exactly like that or worse in my day because <laughs> you know when you only get seven visits on a yard you've got to uh take advantage of as much as you can and he kind of had a follow-up to this and he said can you touch on silica advantages disadvantages application rates on turf type health as you noticeable return on it and in my opinion and everybody's going to have a different opinion on this based on how much silica they've used in my opinion silica uh, provides a different aesthetic um it is a way at high enough rates to make uh, a non-artificial turf look artificial um, is the only way I know how to describe it. It has, it just, it is a different look. Some people like it. Some people don't. Um, you're, you're definitely going to increase the rigidity of the plant and it has just a different, almost like shine aesthetic to it. And again, some people like it. Some people don't. It's anything related to any of the, the, the positive advantages of using silica, like from the standpoint of like, uh, you know, increase uh, cellular structure strength and it being able to reduce disease. It's seen in some instances. It's also seen in some instances, not seen in other instances. So, um, you know, I, I would not say that that is reliable. Um, I think that's a very much a case by case scenario and it's open to a lot of interpretation and experimentation on rates, timing, all that fun stuff. And there's not a lot of uh, a surefire way to how to replicate or duplicate results on that. So, that's my take on on silica. Ray, is that a crazy tank mix? Do you have anything else to add to that that I I befuddled? Nah, I mean that's just uh, basically what you got to do if you have very limited time and provided all the components are relatively compatible. I mean, I don't see anything uh, outstanding or you know outrageous about it, uh, and the only thing i would think of or keep in mind is that the nuttier or wilder my tank mix is the more you are dependent on good irrigation to make sure that the components of the tank mix are watered in and not left to languish on the grass for an indefinite amount of time because uh a lot of your herbicides and insecticides have a soil active component and so they do you the most good if in fact they get watered in before your next mowing 
Sure. That's the, that's my that's my only caveat or uh, or caution to that. And uh, silica, silica is kind of in my area rather overrated. I don't need any. I really don't need any because uh, you know what the main property of, for example, zoysia and Cetra pestalum is. You know what their uh, main biological pro- property is. Uh, no, but I do know those uh, turf types are actually pretty rich in the clippings of silica, aren't they? That is exactly it. They are silica accumulators to the point where uh, adding supplemental silica is basically unnecessary and, in fact, unwanted. You don't want to It's do kind of like rice. You know, rice is a heavy uh, silica accumulator as well, too, if I recall correctly. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's how rice straw is so rigid, and that's how the rice plant is able to stand the seed head upward, right? It's because of mm-hmm. the high silica content in those, in those stalks. So it's some, a case of where you actually don't need or want it even. You don't you know, need or want it. I, I have I was heard say of a, f- a fun fact about silica is you know of uh, of uh, rice rice holes right. So there mm-hmm. are companies out there that burn uh, rice holes for electricity, and uh, mm-hmm. and the byproduct of the rice hole ash and uh, the uh, the or even pyrolyzed material the, the char that comes from it is extremely, extremely rich in silica. So rice hull ash is going to be basically like 90% silica. It's unbelievable. Jiminy crickets. Is that like, uh, does that then mean that that ash is basically all silicon dioxide? Yes. Yes, it is all, wow. and, you know, a little, a little, a little clean up there and you've got pure amorphous silica. Uh, it, it, I mean, literally it's like 10% carbonaceous and then the rest of it is all silica dioxide. Jesus. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's incredible. And, uh, yeah, you, wa- you wash it with a, with a strong base and, uh, and away you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what's what's uh, next in the mailbag, Matt? <laughs> next year we've got Brett. He said, "I just received." Wait, am I am I doing this in order? Let me make sure. No, I am not. Yes, I am. I am. Uh, I just received my soil test, and that I will attach below. And had a few questions based on this test. What would be my best route for sprayable fertilizers? I was thinking about spoon feeding. I currently have these Ryan Nor products: Green Ore SP Equalizer, Grower, and Ammonium Sulfate. Out of these, which do you think would be the best path forward to spray? Also, if you know of a better product for my situation, I will purchase it. So taking a look at it here, uh, we have a pH of 6.5. Um, we have a phosphorus load of 32.5 parts per million, uh, which is mm-hmm. half your pounds per acre rate. Uh, we have a potassium rate of, uh, what is that, 58? 58 parts per million of potassium. Um, About and, and, uh, and so that, that is right there a, a problem. Um, so what if of the products you have grow or would be ideal, which is a one-to-one in decay, right? Because it's a 17017. So I would be applying that, uh, because you are at the level of critical deficiency in potassium. So, um, if anybody's ever looked into the MLSN, 
um, uh, you know, conducted by uh, Pace Turf and Dr. Woods. Um, you know, we saw the beginnings of potassium deficiency symptoms kicking in at uh, roughly 50 parts per million. Um, I believe they went ahead and established the minimum level of sustainable nutrition, somewhere around 37 for, for potassium. And you are pretty damn close to it. And I would not take it any further. We've got Demay doing the, uh, the zombie taffy, taffy dance. Sorry, taffy that dance. was me. Taffy, taffy. I was just, he was staring at me and I just couldn't take it. I know. Look, <laughs> look at Demay down there. Hey, hey, Ryan. Hey, what? I love you. <laughs> sorry sorry for getting so weird on the microphone oh uh no I, I i i was in the car and i caught a little bit of the beginning and all i heard about was uh fat bottom tank mixes and it, and it felt good to hear that yeah i you know sometimes sometimes you gotta get a little you gotta get a little beefy in there you know what i mean like you know, like look do i have time to mix up a, a backpack, spray it, mix up another backpack, spray it, you know, wait a day or three, mix up a backpack. Spray. Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta, you gotta go hard in the paint. You gotta get it done and, and move on with your life. Well, gee, I mean, uh, I appreciate I that. think I've done, I've, I think I've done some, uh, insane tank mixes myself. I mean, like routine maintenance for me would be Xteris, uh, Cutlass, Greenor SP, and triple twenty, and arena. I got a big old batch of greener I've, SP. I've done it. Going out tomorrow. I've done it. So Do you really? Uh, Let me know if you get it. I'll send you some more. I want. I need. I need. I need. I need more acres in bizarre situations for it to be applied. This one's going to be bizarre. I, we'll, we'll talk about it in the after show. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll fill you in on all the deets. It's it's an yeah. interesting situation. Uh, so. Uh, what are we talking about? LW LW fifty is uh, I've I've got him doing some fun stuff and uh, a couple couple golf course guys are out putting it, putting on some golf greens for me as well too. So it's kind of it's interesting the feedback I'm making. That's, I'll just I'll kind of leave it with that. We'll talk about it in the after show. Um, oh, yeah. We're we're talking about Brett, uh, his mailbag here. Uh, we're taking a look at a soil test and he was listing off the products he had. He has Green Ore SP Equalizer Grow Ore and Ammonium Sulfate. Uh, out of these, which would which would you think would be the best path forward to spray? So. I recommend a grower 17017 is kind of like your general purpose. And then, you know, if you're doing any seed establishment this fall, equalizer would be a good, a good pace for you there. You're not at critical level of deficiency of phosphorus, but you know, uh, you're, you're not exactly high. Uh, uh, so, um, which is interesting. This test does say you're high, which is funny. 30, 32 and a half parts per million is, is high phosphorus. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that, but that depends on what kind of grass it is too, because, yeah, believe it or not, I would not consider this low. If say he were doing some kind of a cool season grass, uh, I would be freaking out if he told me he were growing Bermuda on this. Though, well, this says it's from UGA. I see, you know, try a fertilizer calculator at UGA.edu. So I'm assuming, I'm assuming this is Bermuda. I don't know. It could be North Georgia, and this is tall fescue. Um, it's tall fescue, but then. But then if it is actually Bermuda, uh, that phosphorus level and that potassium level definitely gives me anxiety. Could be problematic. Could be. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm not, I'm not about could be. I'm, I'm talking about let's make sure that we don't set ourselves up for 
issues, catastrophes, and surprises. I mean, I don't like too many surprises. <laughs> yep. I, and I, I can totally get behind that as well. Um, mm-hmm. And this is also a Malik 1, 2 here. So not quite the same strength extractant that you get out of a, out of a Malik 3, uh, which could be why they're reporting this phosphorus level is a little bit high uh, because of the strength of the extractant. It's just not quite yeah, what a well, Malik well, 3 it, is. Yeah, M- M1 is a little bit less uh, aggressive, but the good part about M1 is that I think M1 is also better at high pH soils because that acid doesn't then leach out more phosphorus than is actually available. The gold standard if you're dealing with high calcium soils is, of course, Olsen. Got to be Olsen yeah. for, for high pH. But then he's not high pH, and his calcium levels are fairly moderate. Moderate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty moderate. Not bad. Decent line buffer not, capacity, too. I was like, all right, this is not Yeah, not crazy. bad. Uh, Evie, I see your comment out there. Um, uh, myself, uh, Ryan DeMay, and Ray Ito, we, we reached out to Dr. Mike Woods. And, uh, and so, anyway, we're, we're going to be having some conversations and hopefully uh, sculpting some comment, uh, content in the future. Um, and we're, we're, pretty, we're pretty excited about that. So, there we go. Uh, Brett, I hope we answered your question there. Um, you can you can run that grower at 17017. Uh, in, in, in betwixt, if you have Bermuda grass especially, you may want to look at adding equalizer as, a, as an alternative application. Uh, and then you can throw in the green RSP whenever you want that little additional color pop to make you feel good about yourself. A um, little extra color pop? Yeah. Uh, we'll do one more of these and let's open up the phone lines and we'll kind of dump the rest of these in kind of, uh, intermingling here. Uh, Frank says, I want to fertilize potted flowers and in-ground flowers. What is the mix rate using equalizer? I want to mix a bucket for at the base of each flowering plant. Can also use some vegetable plants as they have the same mix rate. Any help on rates is appreciated. So a little bit different in this kind of drench case scenario. I would be using somewhere between five grams and 10 grams per gallon. And really what you're looking for is your EC rate. And if you want to get real nerdy, that is the electrical conductivity of water. You want to kind of monitor that salt index as you water at the base of this. So um, between 5 and 10 grams, you're going to be somewhere between uh, a 1 and a 2 on your EC. And, uh, and that would be sufficient for uh, most uh, flowering plants uh, to do a, uh, a, a root drench application in that kind of scenario. So hope that else yeah that's uh, that's about a moderate uh feed amount i know that uh because most of my plants are more salt tolerant uh i've pushed that as much as the equivalent of five pounds per hundred gallons you know I've and I, I could probably math into what that EC rate is, but I'd say that's probably closer to like a three and a half, I'm guessing. I don't know. His objective is for me to apply like the equivalent of, for example, a pound of dry per thousand square foot in sufficient water to prevent burning. You know, that's what I do for ornamentals generally. Well, let's open up the uh, line here. If you would like to call in uh, 
Um, I forgot the last uh, seven two seventy seven. That is three zero four eight zero four seven ass three zero four eight zero four seven ass um, or three zero four eighty grass. You know, pick your poison. Call in. We'll talk to you. And we'll have something to say. Uh, and and here here's kind of a, here's kind of a fun thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug this for my wife. Uh, you should you should check out my wife's podcast, All Day America, and especially for all the the Japanese speakers out there. And I, I I doubt there's that many of you, but if you are, you're We're interested about learning. This is kind of a fun thing you can do is that you can watch it on YouTube and do a translate, and uh, and so you can you can figure out what's going on and read along. And uh, and it's what's interesting about it is that it is the perspective of what it's like as a Japanese person living in America, the, the different things they experience that's culturally weird or exciting or liberating. Uh, and it's, and, it, and it's fun to watch people who grow up in a society where the, the, the nail that sticks up the tallest gets hammered down now or in a society that, you know, revolves around individual liberty and uh, individualism and, uh, and kind of that awakening that occurs when you realize that you so wildly accustomed to, and uh, so if you wanna if you wanna support them, you can do so for free. Just go over there and play a listen. You can listen on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that fun stuff. Or if you want to shoot them a tip, you can do that too. Uh, What's so, it called? You know, What's it called again? Uh, all day Wait America. You can go to alldayamerica.com. Look at that! Look at that! <laughs> what I want to see now. Listen, I know that you and your wife, especially, are all about content. Now, I know that you're not there at this point in your life yet, but at some point when the kids are grown, I want you to move back with her to Japan for just a year, and I want to hear all, all day SEC from a Mississippi-born, Tennessee-educated dude in Japan. Wow. That <laughs> would be some content. So, hey, Demay, I don't know if you, if you... So, if you dig real deep into the YouTube, you'll see a four-video series I did when I was over there for a month. And, uh, mm-hmm. actually that, that trip, I was only there for two weeks. Um, but you know, I went for a month the first time I went for a month, the second time and then I went for two weeks, the third time. And, uh, and I would get up, I had real bad jet lag, right? Because, you know, it's literally the opposite time. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, you know, I, I was <laughs> over there and I'd go, I'd go walk the town, um, at, you know, five o'clock in the morning. It was so weird because the sun at five o'clock in the morning was up. Right. And, uh, so I just go walk around, get lost, look at all the different plants, all the different grasses. Look how going. happy he is. Oh, yeah, man. And I, I'm hungover as hell, right? Because my father-in-law is like, oh, yeah, we're drinking more. Feeding you, and, feeding you stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just terrible. <laughs> but it's funny because, you know, we're on like the same uh, in the in the same kind of, of uh, growing zone. Right. And so, you know, mm-hmm. you see so many of the same same plants and uh, but it's it's weird the way like even on uh, on public property over there, the way it's maintained to such strict, tight regulations compared to how you see shit growing along the side of the road here. It's, it's really, really <laughs> bizarre. There's a, there's a whole a whole different kind of level there. <laughs> when you're six foot four in Japan and the doorways are only six foot um you know you bang your head a lot and uh oh, man. the fiber artist to draw that as a t-shirt jpeg look at that yeah <laughs> yeah wearing my connor ward shirt too there we go look at that man on rebel himself all day america.com go there seriously <laughs> seriously 
It is, no, it, listen to it. Put it on translate, and it is it is is very very interesting. You know, these are the kind of deep conversations I have with my wife, right? And uh, and so it's fun to to hear her have these publicly, and also to hear the perspective of two other people that have contrasting personalities. My wife and and you know how they experience things a little bit differently too. And uh, perspective is you know, always a good thing. It is. It is. And uh, and you know it. If if anything, it will it. It makes me appreciate the diversity in my household. It makes me uh, appreciate life in America, and it makes me appreciate the time I have gotten to spend in Japan and uh, and you know have have family there as well too that I love just so incredibly much. And uh, so good stuff, good stuff. Three zero four eight zero four seventy two seventy seven three zero four eight zero four seventy two seventy seven. That's three zero four eighty grass. Feel free to call in. We'll talk to you. Nobody's calling in right now. Is everybody scared? Are we am I? I don't think anybody. No, no. Am I projecting this kind of mood I'm in? Is it is it coming off? My I laid it down for people last week. I I laid it down for everybody last week. I I I spoke. I broke the third wall and I looked right at them and I said, "Listen, your shit sucks right now. We all know it." And just because you're sitting on YouTube in your garage recording that video for 10 minutes and telling us all what to do without showing your lawn doesn't mean that everything's all hunky-dory. So you need somebody like us to <laughs> lean on in times like these. Caller, uh, call you are live. Well, good evening, gentlemen. Well, hello there. Beautiful, big, red-headed, bearded bastard. What are you doing? And I'm not talking Man, about you this time. good. Right? He's getting good. Wow. <laughs> he's Listen, actually, uh, he's working at Six Flags in Atlanta on the weekends, guessing ages and weights on the midway. It's, well, it's I just mean, a gift. I'm blown it's away. It's a gift. Away. That is amazing. You know how many fucking big pandas they've had to give away because of this asshole right here? He sucked <laughs> his first two weeks, but he got good. He got real good. He was going through like every, uh, every uh, wrestling roster and like, uh, you know, UFC roster trying to pick out ages and weights. So I digress. Jason, how are you tonight? I'm doing good. Doing good. I'm uh, I'm calling in for some advice. Um, we'll sure as hell try. As, as as Matt knows, I killed my backyard. I I put the put the soul sucker all around it like six times at least. Um, it kept coming back. No matter how much I put on it, I just felt like I was just poisoning the ground at one point. Um, I decided I couldn't do the seed, and I went with Tiff Tough. And it's all sodded back there. Super mm. happy. But yeah. I want to know, like, what, what do you guys think about a watering schedule for new Tiff Tough? First, what, do you guys, what would you guys recommend? Wait, 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 trailer. Hang on. Back up. <laughs> you did what in your backyard? You, I, I, I was aware up to the point where you killed everything, and then I know you had a wild hair up your ass, and then did you say you sodded with Tiff Tough? That was never part of I the did. game plan, was it? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. But I, I have a, I have a friend that that's what he does for a living. They do football fields and golf courses and everything else. Is his name Ryan? Um, Dubain? No. no, actually, it's not. I got Tiff Tough for forty cents a square foot, so I was just Pretty like, good. "Dude, just come do it." Okay. <laughs> Life short, <laughs> solid. Yeah. 
Exactly. And I was like, man, this is one of my questions. So I actually wrote down my questions for you guys. Okay. Well, one of the problems that I have is Nuts Edge. Like, Nuts Edge, it's the freaking the devil of this earth. It's so. Spray everything out. And the freaking Nuts Edge would come back. And I'm like, why? So, you know what What you do? What are you spraying your Nuts Edge with first? Glyphosate. Whoa. That's why. That's no. why. That is Can't why that. it comes back. That is why Can't it comes that. back because I have a modification on Soul Stealer that is especially for instances where there is going to be Bermuda or Zoisha sod in, placed over it. And that modification is max rate monument plus glyphosate. Oh, the mix. I didn't didn't even think to mix them together. Glyphosate just doesn't have the oomph, Jason. It is just not there. Uh, And somebody commented and said dismiss, and I would argue that even dismiss does not have the oomph. Monument. No, it does. Monument does. does. And here's why. is because, you know when somebody tells me that they have epic, freaky, crazy, uncontrollable nutsedge? You know what? I can surmise they probably are dealing with my bestest friend ever. And you know what that bestest friend ever is? Purple Nuts Edge. Purple Nuts Edge. Okay? Because Purple Nuts Edge is the Nuts Edge that acts like a zombie weed. And out of the two, Purple Nuts Edge is the most resistant to being killed. Because even if you were to drop sulfentrazone on it the sulfentrazone will just make the leaves crispy the first time but it'll be back however if you drop 15 gram per acre of monument on that on that purple nutsage aloha <laughs> okay and I, so I i have to tell you all about my nutsage like not just in my backyard but like i'm at work right walking around and we have this area that's just a cliche base and i'm like walking around and i'm like this freaking nuts edge growing in this cliche rock i'm like how mm-hmm. there's no moisture there's nothing here and this crap is growing here and i just carrot. i'm like easy. i'm just a never ending species easy easy <laughs> because uh i see nuts edge growing in the darndest places like in the cracks of sidewalks Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I see it. I see it growing through rock beds that are made out of crushed coral. So none of this surprises me. However, when I see that happening, I have three. One out of three things that I deploy on it. One is monument. Two is cellaro, or three is certainty. Number Great three is certainty, well. and uh, but uh, I never ever count on glyphosate or Roundup to eliminate my nutsedge. And as I said, if I'm in a Reno situation and there is nutsedge present, Monument gets uh, put into the rotation automatic. Yeah, and, 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 and I wish I would have called sooner. I'll tell and, you another thing too. 
is well, I was going to say that uh, you know people are saying dismiss and and house of Furon, and I, and I'll say that too. Like I it, combining those in a single tank mix, I feel good about that as a broadcast application. Um, it's a little spicy, especially this time of year. So before anybody goes and mixes <laughs> up, you know, six ounces or eight ounces of sulfentrazone and goes and sprays it right now, you're going to be in for one hell of a surprise over the next seven days. You're going to be like that asshole did not tell me that was going to happen. Uh, it is. Yeah, it just kind of knocks it back. You, you, okay. Well, it here's back the other thing, time. too, is you have to, you, and it depends on what you have. How Sephiron and Purple Sedge gets a little weird sometimes, in my experience. It's it's hit or miss. Yellow is um, slow. You have to have a, an adequate surfactant in the tank with it as well. And, uh, but, but again, I'm, I'm not a big fan of How Sephiron as a single application adding four ounces of dismiss on top of it i feel a little better about it but if i'm in your situation bermuda grass or zoysia grass i 100 of the time i'm running monument and uh because <laughs> i'm not gonna fafo it is uh i'm gonna i'm gonna kill it dead the first time yep i mean i i will second matt because my typical at this time of the year if i'm dealing with nutstage is I get a little different, and in order to spare the grass, I use something like either Monument or Celeril and Quicksilver. <clears throat> and another, here's another why. Dismiss, yep. dismiss dings the grass pretty good, if I remember right, because okay. I did it oh, last yeah. year. Oh, oh year. yes, it does. Oh, and yes, here's, it does. And here's the, thing about, here's the thing about oh, dismiss at temperatures above 85 degrees. Bermuda, tip burns a little, kind of tolerates it. Otherwise, C-Sharp Espalum also kind of tip burns and tolerates it. But Zoysia, ah, uh, no, don't, don't. I just said, I'm just saying don't. I mean, because I've seen some pretty bad pictures on the internet from people that have tried to spray their Zoysia in the summer with sulfentrazone. And oh, right here, we have Ryan in the in the chat this. comments. That's it. Blindside on Nutsedge in St. Augustine. You know what, Ryan? Please don't. Not at this time of the year. Please don't, because for one thing, Blindside sucks on Nutsedge. Okay, it sucks. Yep. yep. And you know why? It, and and do you know why it sucks? It sucks because it has a freakishly high rate of sulfentrazone combined with metsulfuron methyl. And, yeah, and a healthy rate of metsulfuron methyl, too. It, it, ain't, it, ain't, is it, it ain't light either. It ain't a little bit. Yeah, and so to me, my only use case for blindside would be if I had to do a burn and return on Bermuda and Bermuda only. I wouldn't do it to St. Augustine. I wouldn't do it to Zoetia. And the reason why is because I've also seen some bad things happen from applying blindside to those other grasses. Uh, Brian said, Sedgehammer, uh, Sedgehammer's house of your own. Again, you know, if, 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 if I would probably look at certainty, uh, I would look at certainty. J- Jason. Mm-hmm. Let me let me let me ask you this. What do you have in your pocket right now that 
has uh, Sedge on the label? Uh, dismiss for one. Okay. I have House okay. of Fear on, but it's again, okay. it's just a knock you back. I, uh, I also have Vexus. Vexus has actually done pretty good for me on the front yard. It's slow. Okay. Ooh, no doubt. Yeah. It's slow. Um, I think that's the only three I, I have like for, for Sedges. Uh, okay. I'm not a fan of Vexus. I've never seen anybody have it and just and use it and be like, oh my God, that was amazing. I can't wait to use it again. Everybody's like, I can't believe I spent the money on that shit. Um, it's slow. Like it's slow. Combining your house of fear on and dismiss with what those two products you have on hand, um, uh, I would I would go for it. And and if you're in, if you're spraying areas with actual turf grass, just understand you are going to cause some discoloration. Make sure your Bermuda is uh, well irrigated and uh, and juiced up. You know, fertilized uh, appropriately as well too. You know, if it's if you're you know, screaming with nitrogen deficiency and dry as absolute hell, you're only going to create more problems for yourself. So, uh, it's to, and, and, you know, yeah. just accept, accept the discoloration and know that it's going to recover in two weeks and then it'll be like nothing ever happened. And by the way, well, so, uh, Steve, uh, no, Jason, go ahead, Rick. uh, at this time of the year, all you need as your kicker with your hello sulfur on would be no more than the equivalent of four ounces per acre. In fact, yeah. come to think of it, Matt, I have never applied more than four ounces per acre of sulfentrazone. I just never, oh, never God. had any any good reason to do so. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't had any good, good reason to do so. And even at that four ounces per acre, I d- I've done things that make the FMC guys look at me twice <laughs> i was because... i was i was picturing go ahead go ahead because no, i want to know to me i want to know you can't do that to I'm, me i'm i'm, I'm yeah. picturing tommy samples coming out to you and say hey 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 matt how'd you uh how'd you turn that grass there uh tennessee orange uh, how'd you yeah, do that because can you tell me like because typically is what that, i do is that paint did you use paint yeah oh. It's a it's a funny story. I was uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go mow the intermural field. I'll be back. I watched uh, yeah I, I watched a YouTube video yeah. and they put me told me to put four glugs in it instead of two glugs. Yeah, because typically what I do for sulfentrazone is I do the very thing that they say not recommended, and that is I typically use sulfentrazone with methylated seed oil. Jesus. Spicy. God. Spicy. Yeah. Just, seed oil. just an additional F you to the tank. You're like, you know what? I know I'm going <laughs> to burn a return, but I want to make sure that this grass remembers my name. First and last. <laughs> but hey, you know what? What I get out of that is one week later, all the nutsedge and the broadleaf weeds are crispy absolutely crispy and that's even though i'm typically applying that when the daytime temperatures are in the mid 70s i'm only doing yeah, this during the cooler part of the year yeah i stopped doing that kind of stuff right now because it's working on being 90 are you are so you nervous yet in- jason <laughs> are we are we instilling no, no, confidence not, in you or are you, are you getting weirded out it's all it's always good to talk to you guys you have tons of knowledge 
and I've ventured down this road, you know, y'all helped me out so much. I mean, so it's good stuff. Um, I know this miss alone. Dean's the, Dean's the turf. You know, I know that I'm just like, yes, yes. Mix it, mixing the two. It's like, yeah, I'm going to wait a little bit. Cause man, you know, last week we were like 105. It was freaking hot. And I, I know, I know you're, you're a shift guy, right? You're a shift guy. And, uh, so, you know, here's the thing is that it may be 105, you know, during the the peak day. And I, hopefully y'all are seeing a little bit cooler weather now. Um, uh, so, you know, Hey, if you're home and it's 82, it's 87 and let her fly, dude, let her fly. Send it, send it. Because uh, what I typically do is, because of the potentially phytotoxic nature of a lot of my applications, my preferred spray time is literally between 4 and 6 p.m. Because that's when the sun is that's starting to go down That's normally when I here. put my third out. It's six, yeah, six, well, that's, basically that's, 6 o'clock to 8. That's when I put my yeah, third down. Because that's when the sun is not out, and on the other hand, I think hard about doing anything spicy in the middle of the day. I think hard about it because, you know, the thing about where I'm at is I am close to the equator. So the sun is intense here. Even though the, the temperatures are not that high, the, the sun is still intense. So I just have to be a little bit mindful and not be dumb so that I don't have thousands of square feet of grass just turn into dirt. I'm okay with having yeah, the weeds get sure. crispy. I'm okay with some tip burn, but I don't want to take it to the point where it's dirt. So... Yeah, and as far as what Matt is telling you about the on and Dismiss, that would be my other, you know, candidate as far as nutsedge eradication. That would be my candidate because did you know that the two complement each other? Because what sulfentrazone or Dismiss does is imagine sulfentrazone opening the leaves of the weed so that whatever else you're applying goes into that weed even more than it otherwise would. And that's why I would, you know, like I said, I don't think, oh, I'm only putting in four ounces. That is plenty. That is plenty. That is plenty. That's plenty to do what I have in mind because typically, I have sulfentrazone or dismiss combined with monument, celero, or certainty, or this other one called mazaquin. But you know, here's like, a caution. It, it's Do a kicker, not, right? That's what I, I know Matt calls it a kicker. You put a kicker it's in a the kicker. Tank, However, that's like a little when you've had 12 you. beers and you go shoot a couple shots of tequila. It's the kicker, man. <laughs> oh, my man gets it. <laughs> However, let me give you a little caution on image or mazaquin. That is not something that I do on recently laid sod 
On the other hand, I have no issues applying monument, halosulfuron, or certainty to recently laid sod. I mean, that, that wouldn't you know, upset me or concern me at all. In fact, the earliest I've ever sprayed sodded zoysia or Bermuda for nutsedge, literally two weeks after it was laid. God, I'd say probably somewhere in there. Yeah, two weeks. I've done it. I don't know. It may have been. I've, I've done, done it. it. I know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm going to do a little FAFO for you guys mm-hmm. because I've got sprigged Bermuda. Mm-hmm. And I'll do. So? I'm not going to do it wholesale. I'm not going to do it wholesale. But I'll, mm-hmm. do, I'll, I'll throw four ounces to dismiss in there when the time comes. Go for it. When we get to about Go for it, Ryan. five, six weeks. Go for it, Ryan. I'll wait till, yeah, because. Wait till uh, six weeks. Remember what I told you about what I do to recently sprigged Bermuda or Zoysia, Ryan? Remember that one? Revolver, Celsius, uh, Certainty. And Quicksilver. <laughs> yeah, so crabgrass. Wait, wait, revolver, certainty, and Quicksilver. Yeah, so uh, crabgrass. Nutsedge, broadleaf weeds, yeah. and goosegrass. All and go goose. bye-bye. <laughs> All go bye-bye. <laughs> so, so I, I, what I'm not going to think like about water. You know, like literally. New, new oh. side, I'm running it four hours, uh, Six minutes of zone right now. Every four hours, six minutes of zone at least for two weeks. What do y'all think about that? That's about right. Probably like that's about right. That's about right. I mean, cool. I'm going to say cool I'm going to say go pe- peel the sod up and let and and look right. So number one, to see if it's moist, right? Well, to see if it's tacking sure it... in to see if it's dry underneath, right, or if it's wet, or if it's like sopping ass wet. You know, if it's uh. You know, raise prom date under there. It's just, it's what? just right. You need, you need just right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I need it to be just wet like the ocean. Honey, man. did you did you bring a change of clothes because you left you left the stain on my front seat, and that's that's yeah, not you see. Not I, I want it to be. I didn't wear the depends because I'm going to pee myself, Ray. No, I want it to be just you know right, I mean? like the front, like the fried green tomato lady. Okay, I want it to be just right. <laughs> There, yes. <laughs> I don't think you. Have, I, I think you have to. I, I think you have to bring something extra from uh, Site One or Helena to to maneuver that. Maybe some MSO. You know, is there enough turfus on planet Earth to clean up that? Certainly, <laughs> <laughs> we're pulling off are the, the tarp. worst jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ray left. He was so. He was so. Oh man, Ray well, Jason, thanks right, for calling, Trey, in, man. Jason. Yeah, do you have any other questions before before we get off here? No, the only other thing I was saying was fert. Like I, I felt like I should have fertilized it the first day, but I haven't, and I'm like, I'm probably gonna throw some down this weekend. Fuck yeah! Yes, definitely. Yep. Go for okay. it. Fuck it's just yeah, a sanity man. check. Just you know? on, like, I mean, you guys, yeah, you yeah. No, feel good about it. Hey, hey, I know what you got. Load, load you up a pound of something and a and and get you a pound per thousand square feet and lay it down. And man, no, God, shit. Every every week or two, start start juicing that some bitches. Go time, baby. You see, I'm in the front yard, man. I do it every two weeks. I'm out there hey. spraying it up. I love the spray. The back should be on the same schedule. It's go time, big dog. 
Man, sweet. Well, man, I love you guys. Keep it up. We love you, Jason. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Hey, have a happy 4th of July. You too, buddy. All right, we'll talk to you. Hey, seriously, though, how about that for an executive decision? I'm going to... Uh, yeah. I'm my Friday got a little kill, better. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, kill my the Friday. backyard. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna do something. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Oh, bam! I just sodded the whole fucking thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I I I just sodded the whole damn thing with Tiff Tuff. I mean, and of course, my Friday just got a little bit better. It's sure sure it's got a lot more fun. That's for sure. I mean, uh, no, I'm gonna, no, my Friday, no, my Friday got a little better. In Bermuda, uh, uh, sea. Bermuda seed is not fun. It's 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 a sanity check, and it and it makes you crazy. And then eventually you get Dota there. Sprigs. And you're like, it's yes, Dota 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 uh, caller, you are live. Caller, you're live. Hey guys, it's the uh, inorganic loanware. Hey, oh, no, 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 no! It's not the inorganic loanware. This is. Right, one of our uh, biggest sponsors uh, for the grand total of zero dollars a year. Joe sponsors Joe Knows Turf, and if you don't know what Joe Knows <laughs> Turf is, you need to tune into our show Burn of Return. <laughs> Joe Knows yeah. Turf. This is actually going to be a Joe Knows Turf, a mini episode, but not because somebody fucked up, but because. Somebody, i.e. Joe, wants to learn and do a little bit better. So, Matt, you missed last week. Joe called in and was asking about uh, water and how much water he should be water. putting down. Uh, water. In, in foam. Yes. Uh, also, they don't have uh, orange juice over there. They have orange juice. Orange so, juice. Uh, orange, yeah, orange juice. Tiny orange juice. Yeah. It is just a terrible <laughs> accent. It is awful. Sorry, so Joe. Anyway, I didn't mean it. W- Joe, no, you may not speak of, to my manager, by the way. <laughs> How much to water and all that kind of stuff. And we led him down the path and showed him uh, the E.T. thing. Uh, it was actually Bill Croyzer that linked it. It's a pretty cool site. So, uh, actually, go to the fir- the second one first, uh, JPEG. Perfect. All right. So, we started talking about the subject of E.T. and how Joe and others can use this to figure out how much they should water each day, Right. So uh, we showed on the site, it's uh, digital.weather.gov, and then you slide down, we'll show that here at the end. But some folks asked us, what in the Sam hell are you guys talking about with this whole evapotranspiration thing? So we're going to quickly explain this in this week's surprise episode, right? And, uh, you know, this was like the 80s sitcom here too, Matt, even though you didn't watch television. Last week was to be continued. We're going to finish the job right here, right now. Bam. Bam. All right. So feel free to jump in wherever you want here, gentlemen. But evapotranspiration, Joe explained, and for all of our audience, right, that uh, loves and endears themselves to Joe because, of course, and as always, he knows turf. So here we go. So evapotranspiration takes into account a few different things. Three, in fact, right? So we have water coming into the system via precipitation. Now, precipitation could just mean rainfall that's coming down in your house or it could also mean irrigation. If you have uh, supplemental irrigation through a hose, one of those little half-moon sprayers or half-moon sprinklers, something like that, or if you got yourself one of those fancy-dancy uh, automatic in-ground systems. So precip- precipitation comes in several different forms. Now, uh, you also have two ways that water 
leaves the system, right? So we have one through evaporation. That means evaporative water that comes out of the soil. So if you can think about a day like, oh, we just had here in Columbus. I'll tell you a little bit about it. It was 92 degrees. We had a humidity in the upper 30%, very dry weather, windy mm-hmm. as all get out. And we were sucking a lot of evaporative moisture out of the soil, right? That dry air, right? Water moves through potential, right? Higher to lower. So water's higher in the soil, lower in the air. It's going to move up into the air. So we're going to lose water that way. The other way that we're going to lose it is a process that the plant uses to cool itself called transpiration. Transpiration, think of it like sweating. Sweat. So, Jay Pink, go ahead and back up to that first slide that you were on there, and we'll run through this real quick. All right, transpiration. So this is how uh, heat leaves the plant, right? As water heats up inside the plant, right, it goes out through the stomata, which are these little window-looking things inside the plant. We're not going to get into stomata right now. It's way too fucking deep. We'll do it another time. It's a great topic, though, because it'll answer all those dumb questions that everybody has about uh, potassium and how it controls the guard cells that open and close these damn things and why it's a stupid fucking thing to do in the middle of the summer <laughs> to put it down in granular in the form of some stress-relieving uh, rubbing a tug at some Oriana massage parlor like you're a Browns quarterback. Now, let's go back to the transpiration piece here. Uh, no, uh, you can go back. You can back real quick. So, uh, the water leaving through the plant through stomata. So, again, this is an important fact here at the bottom. Transpiration accounts for 98% of the water absorbed by plant roots. 98% of the water that enters the plant comes out through transpiration. Okay? This is an important thing to know. All right. So now we go back to ET. Go back to that, that second slide there real quick. All right. So, Joe, we talked about ET and why this is an important thing to know. Because in all actuality, we can measure, right, in the form of uh, measurable precipitation, right? So if we... You know, go look at, uh, you know, our favorite weather site after it's rained. It says, oh, hey, you know, it rained a quarter inch. It rained a half inch. It rained uh, five-eighths of an inch, whatever it is, right? We can quantify that, okay? So in this case, right, from uh, the standpoint of uh, ET, we can do the same. So we can figure out what our deficit is based on how much water has left the soil through evaporative heating, right, and also through transpiration of the plant. And we can reference that based on uh, a precipitation rate. So we can, for instance, today say that we've lost, right? <laughs> Jeez, J-Pink, don't send me that while I'm reading. Uh, anyway, this is why we uh, we can do things like this. Now, J-Pink, do you have, oh, yes, you do. Go ahead and click the third you little. you have stigmata? Uh, yeah, I mean, there we go. Stomata. Stomata, yeah. Okay, so... This is Joe's uh, daily reference ET, right? So this is the information he is pulling down from the uh, digital.weather.gov site, which we'll show you here in just a minute. So basically what this is saying is that on Sunday the 27th, he lost 0.16 inches of water, right? So between transpiration and the evaporative heating out of the soil, he is losing 0.16 inches, right, of precipitable water. 0.21, 0.21, 0.19. 0.21, 0.21, 0.19. So that gives them a total so far, a running total this week of 0.77. Now, you're probably going to ask and say, well, hey, 0.77 inches, that's a lot of water to put down. Well, here's what we know from uh, a absolute shit ton of research that's gone into turf, and particularly on cool season, uh, and starting to be a lot more on warm season now, too, just because of water, uh, water use regulations and things like that. 
uh, more concerns about water use and turf grass on both the warm season and cool season side. We know for a fact, for a fact, that turf, in many cases, uh, especially in cool season, can survive and be very, extremely healthy, right? Almost as healthy as it can ever, ever be at 80% of that uh, total amount of ET, right? So Joe has gone ahead and done the math here real quick through the handy-dandy uh, wizardry of his Excel skills, spelled with a Z, by the way. And uh, he has told us that 80% of that total is 0.62. So this whole idea that, hey, I need one inch of water a week, this is sort of extrapolated from people that say, well, hey, you know, I've got seven days and I'm going to lose about, oh, you know, somewhere between a tenth and two-tenths of an inch of water each and every day. And that gets me to, oh, about an inch. So if you're watering based on some mythical number or some arbitrary number, it's probably bullshit. Again, uh, just like, you know, uh, stress relief in a bag is bullshit. So you can take this, right, and use it as a tool. So, uh, Pink, if you would, please go over to digital.weather.gov, and we'll show folks how to get there. Look at that. He already had it ready like an absolute fucking boss. So there's this little drop down here. And you're not. You can slide it all the way down here to the bottom to water resources, and I believe there is a way that you can zoom in. Look at this. He's zooming in. He's zooming in. It's basically on the areola of the United States, which is Philadelphia. Um, we don't know where the nipple is, but you'll have to figure that out later for yourself because we can't talk about that on the show. And then it'll tell you. It'll give you reference points. So .26 out here in northeast of Philly. 0.29 down there at the airport, which is in probably the shittiest part of Philadelphia. And, uh, you know, there's different points right around there. So you get the point. Use that uh, link, that that sheet. Uh, and, Joe, I'm not sure where you got that from. Can you fill people in of where you got that from? I don't even know where the hell that came from. Or did you just make it? I just made it myself. The, 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 you made it yourself. Would you be so kind yeah. as to let folks share that, or maybe we can find a better one? But yeah, that's a, that's a nice one. Are you yeah, pulling that data down let somehow? Me off, uh, let me just take off a couple of personal locations, are you, and then are you are you APIing the data in yeah. there, or are you manually entering? Nah, nah, manually. I don't have time right now to do anything. Uh, I'm pretty busy at work right now, so this is like me. You know, know, I see your TikToks come across my my thing sometimes. I don't know. Are you have you have you slowed down on the TikToks? I apologize. I haven't been paying attention. No, I I have actually. I I'm uh, taking a little bit of a break. Oh Lord, have mercy! Trying to be everybody got so mad at Joe, he didn't know what to do, so he 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 (laughs) took a breather. I hear you. We all do it from time to time. We're not mad at you, Joe. We love I'm you. I'm not mad at you, Joe. We love you. I love you, Joe. What? Okay, so uh, based on what we just went over right there, what questions do you have, and how and how might we help you uh, use this even better? I mean, I, I, you brought up the inch of water per week and how it's not like a, I don't know how to put it, but um, it's very... Um, it's- it's not is. cast in stone. It is definitely not cast in stone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. And also, no, I, it I'm, is. I'm trying. Gross yeah, oversimplification, right. yeah. Joel. It's a gross oversimplification. I think. I think Ray Dip. What were you saying, Joe? No, um, I was just saying that I'm just trying to better manage my water uh, in my. Uh, lawn because I, you know, that's how I got. I think I've gotten the, the fungus in my lawn for one, 
and I didn't learn my lesson from last year. You don't. And um, but I, I it, it's definitely recovering. I mean, it's a little, my lawn's a little spicy right now because I over applied some iron, but that's another story. But yeah. um, but yeah, I'm just trying sure. to better manage my water and 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 not cause you know the fungus issues that I've been having in my lawn. Well, I tell you what, All we're right, gonna work so- on next is we're gonna work on your accent. Because it's <laughs> it's real difficult to take you seriously when you keep when you keep saying words like that. Oh, God. So listen, hey, Joe. That's, Joe that's, it, that's how we talk. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's it, the water is actually not a Jersey thing. It's more of a like a Philly thing. It's not. It is my a Philly thing for sure. More, it's more. I don't it's, know I if it's Philly or Canada or New Jersey or New York or or the Statue of Liberty. All I know is that it sounds funny as hell. <laughs> I'll take I'll take that as a compliment. Um, um, yeah, I'm just trying to manage the water better. That's all. I, I just I you know I'm trying to get through the rest of the season without you know taking you know killing off the lawn or anything. But I don't I don't. It's recovering pretty well from spraying down the exoxy. Uh, exoxy I can't say exoxy. Uh, sure, sure. Work. No, and I think okay. I think that's pro- I think pro- that's actually awesome that you are taking that step to be more precise with your water. Um, it, it, you know, again, as we continue to evolve the industry, I think that's uh, uh, more and more emphasis will be placed on this. And again, as my dad always told me, is that if anyone ever questions your decision, you beat the shit out of them with the data. Um, and uh, and so now you are aggregating the data to justify the decisions you're making, and that is that's always that's always a good thing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think the two things, if you want to manage uh, the water better, the uh, few different things. Number one, Watch utilize this method for the rest of the summer, right? Give it a few months, and I'd be anxious to see the results. I'd be anxious to see you correlate these results with, you know, pulling some plugs from your lawn, right, in areas that are mm-hmm. typically drier and areas that are typically wetter, and just seeing what they look like, right? Like, mash them up in your hand or they feel like they have moisture in there they feel really dry right there's only so much that the that this data can t- you know can give you because it's approximated it might not be super local things like that right so you still have to take into account the conditions on the ground so don't forget that piece right but this is far better than some old wives tale of um you know just picking a number and, and trying to water to that number one number two is like I just said, you know, not only just the soil piece, but just look at your grass, right? Like you sent me some photos of, you know, some stuff that's a little bit stressed, things like that. And I don't want to share those. It's not terrible. It's just, you know, stuff that's stressed. But instead of watering the entire lawn, like pick up a hose with a, with a nozzle on it and go out there and water those spots. Like that's all that needs it, right? Yeah. So yeah. Use, use your eyes, use your sense of touch, right? And use those uh, uh, Excel wizardry skills, and uh, let's see you manage the water a little bit better, right? And then yeah. we're going to build an entire course around this uh, to help out one of your good friends, Ron Henry, because he hasn't built out that irrigation module in the Golf Course Lawn Academy. And so you can do watermanagement.com, and that'll be the ninth module of the whole thing. Uh, we'll figure out the royalties that'll be on you to do. Have your people talk to his people. We love you both. We really do. Uh, and, you know, we'll just take it from there. Yeah, Love you, Joe. Thank you for calling in, sir. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Hi, hi, I'm Joe. I'm gonna give you a bunch of that. Uh, Naughty boy, Lawn. Uh, call in now. <laughs>
uh that, that would be the time to do. look look we are we we don't we don't have call waiting here okay you know we we wing this we don't pay for that we don't we pay can. for that yeah we don't so, pay for that look it's uh you know we do the best we can if if you call in and it, you get a busy tone or it just continues to ring it's because we're on the phone with someone else we do this live uh, we don't script this um and, and we seriously, don't if, if- if Matt's kids dial up onto AOL right now, like he's getting kicked off. Like that's just the way it is. Kicked off. You've got mail. Hello, caller. You're live. Caller. Hello. Hey, caller. Hello. You're live. Hello. Oh, I got Who through. we have the pleasure of speaking with? Uh, we made it through. Who's who's it. on the phone? Is this is this Naughty Boy Lawn? Who is this? Hello. He was there. He was there. Oh, He's there. oh, you're the, you're there. Who who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? You're there. Yes. Oh, Can man. you hear us? Oh, I got through. Holy shit. Ah, Holy all right. Is this is this shit. Naughty Boy Lawn? Is this Naughty Boy Lawn? Yeah, yeah, man. Hey. Yeah, sorry, uh, we don't have call my waiting. Name's actually you know, Jason. Jason. Yeah, Jason. we we don't have call waiting. We we redneck our way through this, or uh, you know, you know, we do the we do the best we can. So I'm glad you're able to make it through. Uh, welcome to the show. How can we help? Thank you. Uh, I'm a new patron. Um, welcome to the. I Dorm just Center. moved to uh, Florida from Colorado. Uh, I used to be a Harlem mechanic. Yeah. Now I work on a golf course. Oh, God. Really? And, uh, you had a midlife crisis, didn't you, sir? God bless you. Yeah, you Florida, I'm 43, so yeah, somewhere in that ballpark. <laughs> did you keep your Harleys or did they go to? No, I kept one of them. Smart. Are I'm you scared of so one to get down here? You're, you're way ahead of me. Are you a mechanic on the golf course, or what's your job there, Jason? Uh, equipment operator, and trying to work my way up the food chain, so to speak. Nice, yeah. nice. All right, nice. you got a, you got some golf rejects on the uh, on the show here right now, so uh, we we can appreciate where Clearly. you're from. Oh, trust I've rolled me. Yeah. I've rolled equipment into water before, so hey, look, you're on you're on. I have not done that yet, so uh, well, hopefully, I'm catching myself. You just wait. I've I've cleaned human feces out of multiple uh, cups before. <laughs> well, damn kids! Good time. All right, so how can we help you tonight? So I got a couple questions. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, the golf stuff. Um, I'm trying to uh, get some clarity on a couple of things. Um, my superintendent's been doing this a long time, but. Um, I know how you guys bash on the Lorganite a bunch. Um, and he likes to apply it a lot on our fairways and our key boxes because, because we have low organic matter out there. Where are you in Florida? And I'm, what is in Cal- uh, Central. Okay. okay. Central Florida. Okay. So um, that and, uh, you know, and I'm trying to just kind of get your guys' opinion on some of that. You know, I'm trying not to, uh, or I guess if you guys can give me some information on, you know, why that would be bad, 
and maybe give me some some advice on how to approach that a little bit differently. I mean, obviously, you've been doing you this long time. You are going to be pissed. I don't You're know. You're going to be pissed at at what our answer is going to be. Okay, and right, I think about it from a golf course perspective, and why I would use Morganite is that uh, it would be uh, a slow release product that i'm only going to have to apply maybe twice a year depending upon my rate and and it's kind of one of those things i could just throw it down and not have to think about it anymore and from a labor perspective it's fine if it does help hold a little bit of water in the short term because i'm on some nasty ass sand that is just perking water crazy fast then that's just another advantage right so um, I, it's, it's not, it's definitely not that I, I disagree. Uh, you know, it probably wouldn't be my first choice, but depending upon who he's able to buy from that, you know, his, his budget allocates for him to be able to only buy from certain distributors, that may be the only organic matter source they have. So where like my personal preference may be like poultry compost, his personal preference Maybe poultry compost, but his distributor can only get Melorganite greens grade or Melorganite fairway grade in fifty pound bags, and and so that's just what he has to run with, right? So now, as far as some alternatives, especially being in Florida, I would highly recommend you check out Anuvia, uh, A N N U V I A. And uh, I believe Harold's is going to be the distributor there. And uh, if you're a golf course, chances are you have an account with Harold's. Um, higher analysis, uh, the nitrogen to phosphorus ratio makes way more sense, especially being in Florida. Um, you've got a fairly decent organic matter load in it. Uh, not as high as Morganite because, you know, you've got uh, a metric shitload more ammonium sulfate in it than, than you do uh, Morganite. Morganite has none. Uh, so it's not all organic matter. It does have a, a synthetic chemical component to it, but it is um, you're utilizing the organic matter to manipulate the release of the ammonium sulfate, thus extending the duration out of it. And being as close as you are to the manufacturer of it there um, is, is uh, I would say you'd be able to get that pretty affordably, way more affordably than you could Morganite and be equally as happy in my opinion. Do I have to worry about, uh, like, uh, I know you guys were having a PFOS conversation last week or a couple weeks ago, or um, is there any long-term things? It is not. I have not seen Anuvia publicly state anything about it. Now, I know that they were using municipal waste sewage sludge from Disney. However, I think they have changed their business model and they're using food waste now uh, instead of uh, sewage sludge. So it used to be all uh, uh, excrement feces, right? But now I think they're literally taking food scraps and uh, uh, hydrolyzing the food scraps and then homogenizing that with AMS. Uh, no, Morganite does not have AMS in it. Sorry, I'm answering someone in the in the chat. So I don't, I don't know the PFOS question. I would ha I would ask uh, Anuvia that very directly, and I uh, and state that is one of your concerns. 
and uh, and see how transparent they are with you. And if you if you like their answer, then good. If you don't like their answer, you feel like they're being whatever about it, uh, come back and tell us. And uh, I, I promise you that we could do a little bit of digging on that with the right. Um, uh, it, it, there there is we could probably figure it out with the right kind of pressure. Okay. Um, one more quick one, maybe not quick answer, but, um, goose grass. Got a major in, goose grass problem. And, uh, in what grass? Uh, type? I think all he's, um, in all their, in all of our Bermuda, um, we got all it's everywhere. It's in our, we have champion greens. We've got a mix of, some 419 on collars and approaches. Some of it's uh, tipped up. Um, some of it's common too on on our fairways. Um, okay. But uh, okay. pretty much all he's using is revolver. Well, and here, stop here's doing that. Stop yeah, doing Ray, that. Ray over under 98 percent of that goosegrass in Florida is. Uh, urea resistant. Yes, and I have experience with revolver tolerant goosegrass as well. And here's what I'm going to tell you to do: is first of all, make sure all the areas that are about to get this are well fertilized, not stressed from anything else, be it mowing, verticutting aeration, sanding, whatever. And then here's what you apply. Option one, four ounce per acre tenacity plus eight ounce per acre AI, either simazine or atrazine, or four ounce per acre tenacity plus four ounce per acre of 10-core DF. And what you do is you apply one of those tank mixes and then you stop watering for up to five days. And you Ray, let the goosegrass burn and then you start watering again. Ray, uh, could you alternate tenacity with a quarter ounce of Pilex in that scenario? Actually, I was just getting to that because the alternate treatment involves. Four ounce per acre Sincor and half ounce per acre Pilex. Jeez. And that will smoke even mature goose grass. It'll bleach but, your grass too. And and so actually and if no. you want to actually no. You, actually no. No, Matt, do you know why? You're combining with either Sencor, Simazine, or Atrazine in that tank that, mix. It, that will inhibit the the bleaching from the. Uh... It'll mitigate the bleaching. It'll mitigate the bleaching okay. and make the Pilex or Tenacity that much more aggressive on the goosegrass. Uh, I was going to say too. There is some data on spraying uh, Pilex on warm season grass and adding zinc for whatever reason uh will zinc. help mitigate uh, some of that color loss a little bit better than ironwood 
for instance. Yeah, zinc now zinc or manganese. And oh, by the way, this whole thing with the tenacity plus Sencor or Pilex and Sencor was largely figured out right here in Hawaii. But now, because we had to figure something out for all of the goosegrass that has turned perennial and was resisting even a one ounce per gallon spot spray of revolver. I think Hawaii's weed pressure scared the absolute shit out of Jim Brosnan. And that's why he started this holy crusade <laughs> on uh, weed resistance. I mean, you know, good for him because he's, did, really did you know that for a year, Jim Brosnan was at the university of Hawaii? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, he was he was there for a year, and then uh, unceremoniously, poor Jim just said, uh, "Oh God, I, I I'm out of here. I, I'm going to UT." <laughs> I think I think I think Jim likes to carry a sidearm, and I don't I don't know if that's a uh, I totally made that up. By the way, <laughs> never mind. I'm sorry I said that. I'm going to get sued. Uh, naughty naughty boy, Lawn. Have we overwhelmed you with information here? Well, good thing this is recorded and I can go back to it. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. What else? Yeah. What other well, news uh, do you have? Um, I don't know. I'm going to roll with that for now. I'm sure I'll have plenty of questions in the future. And, uh, oh, yes. I'll be oh, calling, you're, you're calling back Discord, or man. hitting you up in the I, chat. Or... Yeah, I know you're not technologically advanced. That's fine. You'll catch on to the Discord. It takes time. And uh, as you get more yeah. careful, you know, always um, feel free to <laughs> ping one of us and uh, we'll help however we can. Right on, gentlemen. I appreciate it very much. Bye, yes, man. Stay welcome, cool. Welcome to the South. Yeah. Yeah, right. I like it. Hot. My man. All right. We'll see you. Later. There it is. Welcome, welcome to the golf industry. And, uh, you know, where, listen, is there an industry on earth like the green industry where you get so set in your ways that, like, how many superintendents do you know that just throw malorganite because that's what they've always done? There's lots of people. Uh, l- listen, like, the, uh, it's probably, and I'm sure, I, I'm sure it's like this. In other industries, and we'll answer the call here real quick, and then I'll finish my thought real quick. Caller, uh, please hold. Caller, yeah, hang on one second. <laughs> I was just going to say, the last part of this was, there are so many dudes hello? that do, hello, hang on one second, how are you? Caller, hang on one second. Are, 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 that just do stuff uh, so they sleep better at night. And it, it, you'd be surprised how much money and time and effort that consumes. All right, Caller, to whom do we have the pleasure hey. of speaking? Ah, this is Neil. What's going Neil, on, Neil? Neil Schrader. Yeah, Neil, how are you from? guys? I'm you, so sir? glad to finally make the show. Yeah, hey. welcome aboard. Damn glad to have train. you. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, here. I've been yeah. long time, long time listener, and I'm just really happy to be here. I'm kind of starstruck. 
Oh, <laughs> don't be that, because I promise you, we there, are... ain't, there ain't no damn <laughs> stars on this show. We, we, we. Yeah, uh, yeah. You are my eyes. You are my eyes. Nothing special we, about me. Sir, no, <laughs> down we, the tequila, <laughs> you have uh, you have drank too much. If you think, we, you're on yeah, the we, 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 we all put our pants on the same way. We all look two different ways to make sure nobody sees us when we scratch our ass. I mean, we're all the same. <laughs> Yeah. So, all right, Neil. So, how can we help you this evening? I'm actually curious what I can do about bunny pee in my yard. I know it's a simple thing, but let me tell you a story. My backyard, I got two big dogs. I've had three big dogs where one pees, all three of them have to pee because, you know, whatever. No pee stamps, <laughs> nothing, nothing that kills it. But the bunnies that come into my yard pee all the time, and then they kill it. So I'm wondering what's different from my front yard to the backyard. Hmm. Any 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 woods or anything like that surrounding the home or in the neighborhood? Anything like that? No, no, not really. I mean, I got two aspen trees on the backyard, and there's a big tree on my neighbor's. But not my house. There's no trees in the front yard. It gets mostly sun all day. Same with the back. But interesting. Uh, I have get watered no, the same. I have no good advice here, but I can tell you no. that as someone who lives in the middle of nowhere and has a tremendous number of bunny rabbits all throughout the yard, um, I <laughs> I do not know how to get rid of them. Because ultimately, that's what you would have to do, in my opinion, would be to get. I rid know of what rabbits. to do with the rabbits. Not allowed to trap oh, them and do no. anything. So. Tra- trap and release would 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 probably be yeah. the most. No, I, I, I yeah, I have one better, oh, but I'm not allowed to do that better. unless I get a life. I have one better for that. <laughs> what what do you, what do you? All what right, good. This <laughs> because uh, all I gotta say for you is when people say that they have a deer problem or a rabbit problem. Mm-hmm. In the case of the rabbit, I have two words for you: rabbit stew. Literally, <laughs> my goodness! <laughs> I wish I could do that. Gosh, I wish I could do that. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I would eat listen, every, I would eat. Or they look so cute, but I really hate them. I really hate them. <laughs> and in the case of the, and in the case of the deer, my my standard answer for that involves. Peppercorns, bacon, and a rosemary sprig. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's it. That's that's it. Well, that would make it taste delicious. Because other than that, I'm kind of out of ideas as to why the bunny pee, you know, causes a problem. Oh, yeah, that I is do know that. But I do. Know. I'm only assuming they come in the night and they just sit mm-hmm. there. So literally, my whole front yard, I can find rabbit poop everywhere. I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, people like claim like, no, you don't have a rabbit problem. We've never seen a rabbit on your yard. I'm like, there's rabbit poop everywhere <laughs> on my yard, and it only hits certain spots, but it pronounces as. You know, the summer goes on and it gets hot, and it's always mm-hmm. dry here in Colorado. So, 
Uh, interesting oh. here. Uh, J Pink just shared a uh, a bottle of coyote urine, and okay. I, I don't know. Maybe used as a as a cover scent here. It may. It says may chase rabbits, voles, or mice from gardens, yards. Um, okay. right. I don't know. Because Pretty interesting. Well, I followed the John Perry advice, and I sprayed pepper spray on it multiple times. It actually jammed my sprayer. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was a little too thick. But, yeah, nothing really seems to get rid of them. Darn little things actually, like to come there. So I have no idea. So, And actually, I was I'd hoping you careful. guys would have a great answer. No. <laughs> and I'd be very careful because you got dogs, right? You got dogs. And yeah, so in the I'd backyard. Very... In the backyard. The rabbits can't get in the backyard. So, yeah. yeah because... Or if they did, they'd be a dead dog. Dead dead bunny and i'd be okay with that dead bunny but then <laughs> let's just say that in the case of animals you know in general i do have something that deters them from areas but the problem is is that i don't think your dogs would even like it very much and okay. well i'm not going to spray in the backyard or no, put it but, down in the backyard well, would it bother them from like a hundred feet away no probably not and what it involves is hot peppers uh yellow mustard i mean actually yellow hot english mustard and black pepper very precise okay yeah yeah and black pepper. I'm getting and notes of that, persimmon in that too right mm. but anyway so I, I need English that... mustard and black pepper and then just hot peppers, which I grow a bunch of peppers, so I have tons of peppers at my disposal. So Yeah. And not an English and... mu- pepper, but <laughs> Yeah. Well English English mustard is that uh, yellow powder where you normally you put that on things like uh I think beef or, or ham and it's just uh It'll wake you up, <laughs> to put it nicely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, that's good. And to to give you a lot of confidence here, uh, Jason Gonzalez says he's tried it. He's tried all of his crap. None of it works. Uh, so you're, <laughs> you're literally entering a wormhole of wormholes I, I, I've had. I, I had figured really it was, but, you know, I figured if anybody had the answer, you three guys would know the answer, so. You got to spray it every time it rains or every time you irrigate. But the I've had good luck with the garlic. This is this is some BS one from Home Depot. But look for garlic extract. That's that's what I've had. Yeah. good luck with. I've I've tried that. I tried the deer and fence, which is just basically fermented garlic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sprayed that. I've done a bunch of stuff and. Time, I even what, did the John Perry super hot sauce because I have a bunch of that. And I was like, oh, I'll try my hottest sauce. And Sandy's sauce doesn't even touch this. We'll do this. Yeah, it didn't do anything. So uh, I, I think, I, I think, <laughs> go ahead. I was just going to say, I think we need to do a live trap. And I think that each P spot will translate into uh, four new keychains for sale at the local farmer's market. They're good luck too. Yes, I just I, like I just it. call that a, like a bowl a bowl of rabbit stew. <laughs> and and for yeah, would, definitely. That's apparently good luck as well. Uh, Evie like, said my neighbor does have the license, so I'll probably bring him over and be like, 
you trap go. all these bunnies. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though I mean, yeah. it might be thousands, who knows? Bunnies like to reproduce. Yeah, yeah, they do. They're at least not producing on my yard. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, have you tried a motion-activated sprinkler? Uh, Evie, Evie mentioned. I that. haven't. I haven't only because if I ever hook something up to the sprinkler, it might drip or whatever. And yeah. I'm pretty conscious about water here in Colorado. We don't have water. Yeah, so I'm always yeah. on water restrictions. So I haven't tried it, but that might be an option. I've tried the sound ones. Those don't work. Stab those in my yard that just like put out a ultrasonic sound that they supposedly hate. I have no idea. Didn't work Doesn't worth work. crap. They're just sitting right in front of it, and you just hear it going off. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that doesn't work. Uh, someone else also mentioned a hawk. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know if you're a bird tamer, but uh, a hawk maybe of. Well, I don't have a hawk, but there are a bunch of hawks in the neighborhood. <laughs> maybe I just got to lure one in. Be like, can you just hear, perch hear they like in front of my yard? That would be great. <laughs> Wave wave around a spoonful of Jif, and uh, and maybe maybe it'll come land on your shoulder. Like underneath. peanut butter Jif. <laughs> I've made that up. I, I'm lying. <laughs> okay, I was, I was just gonna say like I didn't know that brought in hawks, but <laughs> I'm willing to try it. <laughs> I'm willing to try anything at this point. Honey, the neighbor is out there waving around a spoonful of Jif at the birds again. Can you call nine one one? This is getting out of hand. <laughs> Yeah, they already know I'm crazy. I've sprayed and done a bunch of stuff in the lawn. They're like, what's that guy doing? But, you know, it is what it is. I just live on a street that's called King Street. And me and my neighbor have this thing. We want to be the king of King Street. Right now he's beating me because of the damn rabbit pee. Because I didn't see this spring. (laughs) It's time to go start putting so, uh, all their feed plots out on, on his property, then. That's what I'd be doing. Yeah, well, I might do some glyphosate water balloons, like you said in the other show. <laughs> what? <laughs> Only joking. Only joking. I'd never do that. What? Time, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get serious about it. Do a Mazapir. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Turn them into ice cubes first, and uh, that way you leave behind zero evidence. Ice cubes? Do not do that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah, There's no water balloon. Oh, man. This is is going off the rails. Yeah. Thanks for calling in, man. It was was good talking to you, man. Uh, No, it was great talking. about what the bunnies did. I Uh, met a Thursday live show because I usually watch it recorded, so. Glad you to made it on live. Finally, we'll get on the show grateful. and glad to meet you guys. Yeah, grateful likewise. for it, man. Call Thanks again. for calling in, man. Likewise, thank you for calling in. Yeah, you guys have a great evening, and we'll talk to you very soon. Yes, All right, sir. take care. Of yourself, one. Hopefully, I can Happy send you board. some photos on my lawn yes. and pH hey, levels and all that, and we can oh, actually go somewhere right. with yeah. it. TV. Mail oh, the grassfactor.tv. Yeah. Send it in because I'm down for that. And I have multiple soil tests. I know I need to get the Malik three tests before I send one to you guys. Just Otherwise, yeah, we'll buy soil. I heard that's kind of bad. 
no, no, no. Send send them in. Mail at thegrassfactor.tv. We'll take a look at them and we'll talk about them on air. All right. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, thanks Neil. Thanks, Neil. All right. Look at that. Long time listener, first time caller. They're out there everywhere. You know, and it can be you. And uh, and if you'd like to call in, 804-304-7277. Uh, 304-804-7277. I did that ass backwards uh, because that's the story of my life. Um, and we're going to get to another one of these mailbags here from uh, a smoking R. He said, gentlemen, good evening. It's been 90 here for two weeks, and we are in a drought. I have turf tight, tall fescue, Kentucky bluegrass. I also have irrigation. Uh, hang on. We'll Answer, tell caller we'll to hang call. on here for a second. Uh, caller, are you there? Caller, are you there? Caller, I'm here. Okay, can right. you hold on one second, caller? Let, 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 let's finish this. Yep. All right, thank you. Um, all the lawns around me are yellow-brown. I've been rotating propiconazole, zoxystrobe, 3336, and, and armada every two weeks. And I've been watering Jeez. in the AM almost every single day. Am I causing more harm than good? My grass looks amazing. Just worry the constant watering and applications may eventually bite my ass. Thoughts? Um, I think a lot of this parlays into what we were talking about with ET um, earlier. And uh, and if you did not catch that, you need to go back and listen to it and then adopt that as part of your water management strategy. Uh, the rotation of propiconazole, Zaxxastrobe, 3336, and Armada is awfully redundant um, in what you're choosing to do there because propiconazole and Zaxxastrobe and Armada are kind of the same a combination mode of action products there. So pick one or the other, uh, and then you can add in the 3336 to it. And every two weeks seems like it's tight. Um, I would keep that kind of rotation ah. when you're in extreme pressure. Uh, otherwise, you could be running preventative rates and probably getting closer to that uh, four-week uh, interval. Um, but I do understand it's 90s, but I will say this, that just watering every single day in the a.m., uh, at 90 is, uh, you know, you're, 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 you're increasing your pressure there probably. Uh, so again, adjust your watering schedule based on ET that Demay so eloquently went over earlier and, uh, you should be, you should be a little better. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, caller, sorry for that. Who the hell do we have the pleasure of speaking with? Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, another, uh, First time uh, caller, long time listener here. Yes, um, from the great yes. state Ohio of Ohio. Oh, oh I know who this is. Oh. Uh, do you have any idea, Ryan? This is Brady. All right, so listen. This is oh, Brady. Shit. Listen, this guy went. I he, <laughs> he, he 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 a sneak attack. He went down and visited Matt. I've been yes, up he to did. Brady's. I've been down to Brady's place. Now, Brady, the only thing you have left to do is to go out to Hawaii and visit Ray. So, you know, you got goals. <laughs> you got, you got, you got goals. Oh, right shit. I was thinking. I, yeah, give me, no, give me a couple is, months here and then we'll, we'll see if we can scrap up some money to hit that plane. This was yeah. no shit. Yeah. Maybe if army worms come back this year, uh, that'll be the, that'll be the Hawaii fun. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like no shit. I was, I was thinking about you today, like today. And I was like, man, I should text and call him and, See what the hell is going on up there. So, all right. How is everything going? Uh, for those of you that don't know, Brady will be a good guest someday. He, he's, he's a busy guy, so it's yeah. hard to pin him yeah, down. Yeah, if I can find a, time. I was going to say, on a Thursday night, uh, Brady is one of those guys that uh, has, uh, has his own uh, fur and squirt business, but he also has a day job. And 
I have no idea how he gets it all done. Number one, number two, uh, the dude's all about quality. I've seen it, uh, and I've seen his approach. It is not uh, the big box bullshit that uh, that you might get from uh, some of those other folks, Matt and Ray. You know, the, yeah, the, the people that the, the people that will send you a pretty postcard, but you know, uh, won't call you the day after that they you know spray you. You ever have that, Matt? Mm. Somebody that won't call you the day after they spray you. It's a longing feeling, the feeling that you're not wanted. Always, always you were used. Like they're hanging outside my door, and I'm like, please go. It's like it's it's like Neil's rabbit situation, you know. It is, it is, <laughs> and you know what? The, the the I think the problem, the the real problem here is that you didn't try to invite them in the house and pay them while they you were naked, and and clearly you've messed up, and you've not done good things in your life. All right, I digress. Brady, <laughs> what's going on, man? What what can we talk to you about? I was just calling in and I want to, I want to say thank you to the three of you guys that are helping me out in the last, uh, I don't want to say probably two years now. So nothing really concerning hey. to talk about. Just figured I call in real quick. I finally oh, man, was hey. able to get a little bit of time and catch the show live. That's awesome. I mean, all the, Seriously. I guess so hey. being busy, I even helped the family out with 1200 acres of farm. So jeez, Look, <laughs> I don't know how you do it, man. Let me, let me, let me talk about Brady's visit to Tennessee. Uh, yeah, please. Which I want to hear. Which, this. by the way, uh, was it, it? It was it was special, wasn't it? I mean, Tennessee's not that bad, and he's from a similar county to where to where my office is, and so you know, it was like right at home, except for a few more hills. I'm guessing uh, a few more hills. Yeah, not just not a, a lot few of more land in this area. You know, they call it Rocky Top for a reason. Well, actually, we were on the we were on the plateau, so you know, it's uh, it's, it's really really rocky. You definitely don't grow crops all, but Brady came in and uh man, it, it was it was funny because I had been talking to him and I had I'd have already met Brady. I met him at the, the GIE, but I was not putting two and two together, the name with the face. And so when he walked in, I was like, Oh, holy shit. I know you. What are you doing? <laughs> and uh and it was fun. You know, we got to we got to, you know, take a take a tour of everything we've got going on at Renovo and uh and show him, you know, all the different projects we're working on. And, Brady, I don't know if you could tell, but if if it was obvious that we don't get a lot of visitors because of like how excited I was to like talk to someone who are not, you know, the, the four guys I work with all day every day, uh, because I felt like I, I, super hyper what, and I if, could not shut up. Where your facility is, it's in it's called I think it's called what Putnam County, if I'm right. Yeah, yeah. So I in around Putnam County in Ohio here. And if if I lived in the same county, I would for sure maybe want to come come to the fact and and work for you guys with you guys. And it's amazing what you're doing out there. I think you 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 definitely you definitely don't want to work with us. I can I can promise you. That. <laughs> Hell no! <laughs> Start nothing into absolutely everything. <laughs> but it was it was a ton of fun, and it was nice to be able to break up the monotony of you know having to turn wrenches all day and the stupid stuff you do in manufacturing and get to talk about grass because you know these days you know this is my escape from my day job right and uh and even though i'm still in the industry i'm on the other side of the industry so to have you come visit was like man it was so exciting for me to um one to show off everything we do because you know of course i'm very a very prideful mfer and uh but also uh, to to see a, a familiar face in unfamiliar uh, territory and uh, you know get to share a, a little bit of what we do with someone who's never seen it before. 
So no, I definitely had to do some out of your sweet talking to my wife. We were oh. on our way to vacation somewhat that way. <laughs> we were going to Georgia. And I'm like, you know what? Georgia, Tennessee, that's almost on the way. So, <laughs> Sweetheart, have you ever seen an operational fertilizer factory before? <laughs> Good. Okay. We took about an hour and a half detour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I am so sorry. It's actually, it's so actually, it, it, where it, there's actually a historical marker there. It's actually Cookville's largest fertilizer factory. Uh, so yeah, it's a tourist stop. I mean, it's, it, it, you know, as soon as you get into the welcome center in Tennessee, it's like, oh yeah, you got to go to Cookville and, you know, see Matt and the guys like, Borden's going to be there. Yeah, he was, he was there. Every, yeah. Everybody was there. And, uh, it was, it was, it was, it was loud. Now listen, I, I, I want uh, Matt Martin to tease this out because this went out to our patrons recently, right? Uh, Brady was one of the very lucky few, the, the, the 60 or so folks that came to our inaugural uh, meetup <laughs> in Louisville last year, and we're super grateful for that. Yeah. But Matt, why don't you first, uh, what we're going to have, well, okay, let, let me do it this way. Brady. Just in your own words, this is not a setup at all, but in your own words, uh, what was your experience like going to the live show and hanging out and whatever? Like, and, and if it sucked and you're like, man, Demay is such a fucking loser, and I don't know how Ray didn't get more ass than he already got, and Matt took his shirt off again. Like, if you, if you laid it out like that, I'd be like, yeah, that was pretty accurate. But anyway, uh, in your own words, no, it- what was that experience like for you? It was a absolutely great, great experience meeting so many different people, not necessarily just from around my, uh, you know, east coast of of America, but just the whole, whole United States. So it was absolutely incredible. I mean, I couldn't say anything more than that. I mean, can't wait for the next one, honestly. So many ideas uh, going through people's minds about turf and just about just the way they're the way of life they're living yep and i think that's that's the thing is like uh, like i said at the top of the show the beauty of this group and this show and everything about it is perspective right that there is always a different way to do it not necessarily a better way or a worse way but a different way and it should cause you to think and that's all that we're ever after is that you'll never ever well i shouldn't say never ever but very seldom will you hear us say that's the only way to do that that's the only way to do that. And if we ever do, it's because we have, we're have we deeply convicted about it and we've fucked up a whole hell of a lot to figure <laughs> that out. So, to that end, Matt, would you please graciously tell all of our listeners about what is to come this year in October? Yeah, so in October, and again, the way we're able to do this is we have a patron, right? And what we do is... Um, the, the money we get from that, we accumulate, and and then we host these meetups, right? And so we are going to meet again. Have we have we determined that this is going to be in Louisville, Kentucky again? Is that? Is I, that... I think that's where it's trending right now. I think that's okay. where it's trending. And and so Patreon National Two Burn Return. Our goal was a hundred patrons. We hit a hundred patrons, so that means that we are going to have another uh, fall meetup in Louisville, Kentucky this year. And let me tell you, it's it. I can't even begin to describe what that experience is like because um, 
you know, even though we're all from such wildly different backgrounds, right? So I think about like Kenny Cooper being there, right? And he's a he's a a, a union pipe fitter kind of guy with the most horrific accent you've ever heard, but just an absolute sweetheart of a human being that you can't help but love after 10 minutes of conversation. I saw Ben Mossing comment here who came up from Texas. You know, we had Barthoda who was there from Colorado. I mean, literally from uh, from Colorado by way of Australia, by all means. And so the, the experience to be able to sit down and talk to all these people, whether they're from turf grass backgrounds or non-turf grass backgrounds, and uh, and and share your experiences while you're out in the field. Uh, share your experiences for turf grass and, and just you know talk about life in general. Is uh, it's unlike anything I've ever experienced before, especially especially Ray and Ryan. The way they surprised me in getting to show up. <laughs> that was you know my first time to get to meet Ray in person. And uh, and you know look, it's you, we're talking about Ray coming in from Hawaii. I mean that's not an easy thing to arrange, Wait, especially when you're a solo we, operator. We 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 have some we have some breaking footage here. Of, breaking footage, of, of something special here. Uh, Jay Pink, can, can you play this real quick? Yeah. One okay. Second. We're ha- we're hanging on for him. We're hanging on for him. So seriously though, uh, it, it's people like Brady that uh, have made shit like this possible and. I don't know. You know, we're not, we're not trying to get existential here or, or or break this down, but seriously, like people like having somebody like Neil Schroeder call us up and be like, "Hey, man, like I'm starstruck." Like th- uh, that that is like <laughs> mind blowing for a minute. But the fact that like literally, uh, you know, over a thousand people a week sit here and either listen to us on a downloaded podcast or listen to us on the tubes is mind blowing. It, it's I can't comprehend it because all we're doing is just sitting here. Like I've said this before, we just sit up here and rap like friends about turf. And it just so happens that there's cameras on and we have, you know, a world-class producer behind it. Don't fucking mute me, asshole. Um, <laughs> hang on. Go ahead. Hang on. I want to make this, I want to make this point here is that gotcha, there's gotcha. a reason why we're all friends and we're all friends because we, we make each other think. Right. And I, and I can promise you, I'm the kind of person that if, if I'm in a, a, a friendship with someone and they do not inspire me to think, then I'm probably not going to be too engaged in that friendship, right? And uh, and so that's why it's so particularly special uh, for me to get to hang out with you guys and everyone who's at Goodwood and hear all these stories, meet Brady and hear his farm experience. And you know, my favorite thing about Brady is when we were doing the tour of Goodwood and he's looking at these big holding bins. <laughs> he's like, "How many bushels are, are held in that bin?" and you could tell yeah. the manager of this place was like, I have, I have no idea what a bushel is. But, and, you know, so you've got the yeah. perspective versus like the guy who, who is just like oh, trying yeah. to make as good beer as possible and, and some, and some, some fine liquors, you know, and he's like, I don't know what a fucking bushel is. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm yanking 300 of them out of a damn acre. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and by the way, I was on your side with that, uh, uh, Brady. Cause I was like, how in the hell does this asshole not know what a damn bushel is? It's a simple question. I just want to know. That's it. Turf truth. Get the fuck out of the car. No fucking way. What in the fuck is going on? <laughs> Y'all are fucking with me. <laughs> How are you, Ray? Hey, man. Man, I am. <laughs> hey. I saw you get out. I was like, man, that's funny. And then I was like, oh my God. 
got him. Everything in my power not to burst out in tears right there. I'm a cry. Okay. And I so bad. And when I was like, look, this is my first time meeting these guys. They can't handle me crying yet. Like, suck it down, eat this lump in your throat, swallow the golf ball, and uh, and just toughen up for a second. Jeez. Still difficult for me to watch. Shut up, well, Lushy. I don't want to hear shit about fucking eric's lawn i don't have time to edit that video but i will one day look this is what i'm gonna do and this i was thinking about this the other day because when i drive you know i've got an hour and a half drive to work and so i do a lot of my best thinking then is i've thought about how i'm gonna edit that video and i'm gonna edit that video and it is gonna be so emotional like i shit you not i've got it all mapped out it is gonna be the most emotional video you've ever seen because it's gonna include clips like that of us at the GA because all this was kind of going on simultaneously, right? And it is, yeah, I it was all just one 10 months. So, one you crazy can, week, you can, yeah, it was if, one crazy. If I've had 10 months to think about this, you can think about how how much emotion is going to go into this damn thing. Probably I'll get 30 minutes into it and be like, all right, that's enough. And it'll just be like the most haphazardly thrown together thing. But at least it will be emotional. Asami will finish it. it. <laughs> that's what you'll but do. You'll right just now, say, right, she yeah. doesn't have time because she's editing her podcast, All Day America. Exactly. I was going to show say, them you, some you, love. You can't do and, that. Uh, by the way, listen, you want to hear a fun fact? Um, you know, we were doing really, really well in uh, Bulgaria, I believe, or Romania, one of the two. Bulgaria it was. The yeah, number, two, yeah. number two podcast there. Uh, Asami is number two in fucking Japan. Uh, so, what? Yeah, I don't. I don't know how that's going. How they are, they are the how? fastest growing podcast <laughs> in Japan right now. So, uh, kind of. How about that shit? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, these are like three essentially Japan expatriates. Yeah, three Japan expatriates. So that is something, indeed. Um. All right, boys, it is 1048. Yep. We're going to have to wrap this up. Let's get to the show after the show, and uh, yep, we're yep. hanging out. If you'd like to, to learn more about what goes on in the show after the show, uh, yeah, again, patreon.com forward slash That's where you, you, get the, you get all the inside baseball, or you can become a channel member here, and uh, you'll get a link inviting you over into our private Discord. Now, and I'm telling you that this is adult time. This is adult hangout time. There's bad words and uh, there's harsh jokes, harsh criticisms. We make fun of ourselves. <laughs> we make fun of each other. We make fun of the entire world uh, because we're uh, assholes, but not scumbags. And uh, and so we, we live and die by that. And uh, so if you're into that kind of thing, feel free to check it out. Again, we keep it behind a paywall because uh, this is uh, this is not for this is not family friendly content. It is it is three dudes hanging out with a bunch of their friends and cutting up and Having fun and talking about the types of things in the in the industry that we see that are absolutely abysmal and grind our gears, as uh, as Demay likes to say. Uh, so <laughs> check it out if you're into that kind of thing. If you're not, no problem at all. Uh, y'all have a fantastic evening, and we'll see you on the next one.